0: Welcome back to the Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's *The Wise Man's Fear* page by page. This is page nine hundred and sixty-one. And a single blow of my bare hand, the door of the inn burst open, startling everyone as it banged hard against the wall. The young couple stood there. The woman was young and beautiful, dark-haired and dark-eyed. The man was richly dressed and pale with panic. I didn't know what's the matter, he cried, looking about wildly. We were just walking, and then she couldn't breathe. I was at her side before anyone else in the room had time to stand. She had half collapsed into an empty bench, with her escort hovering over her. She had one hand pressed against her chest while the other pushed him away weakly. The man ignored it, "'and crowded close to her, speaking in a low, urgent voice. "'The woman kept sliding away from him "'until she was at the edge of the bench. "'I pushed him urgently aside. "'I think she wants her space from you right now. "'Who are you?' he demanded, his voice shrill. "'Are you a physician? Who is this man?' "'Someone fetch a physician at once,' he tried to elbow me aside.' "'You,' I pointed to a large sailor sitting at a table. "'Take this man and put him over there.' "'My voice snapped like a whip and the sailor jumped to his feet, "'grabbed the young gentleman by the back of his neck "'and scuffed him tidily away. "'I turned back to the woman and watched as her perfect mouth opened. "'She strained and drew in only the barest rasp of a breath. "'Her eyes were wide and wet with fear.' I moved close to her and spoke in my gentlest tones. You'll be fine, all is well, I reassured her. You need to look in my eyes. Her eyes fixed on mine, then widened in recognition, in amusement. I need you to breathe for me. I laid one hand against her strained chest. Her skin was flushed and hot. Her heart was thrilling like a frightened bird. I laid my other hand along her face. I looked deeply into her eyes. They were like dark pools. I leaned close enough to kiss her. She smelled of cellus flowers, of green grass, of road dust. I felt her strain to breathe. I listened. I closed my eyes. I heard the whisper of a name. I spoke it softly, but close enough to brush against her lips. I spoke it quietly, but near enough so that the sound of it went twining through her hair. I spoke it hard and firm and dark and sweet. There was a rush of indrawn air. I opened my eyes. The room was still enough that I could hear the velvet rush of her second desperate breath. I relaxed. She laid her hand over mine, over her heart. I need you to breathe for me, she repeated. That's seven words. And that's the end of the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana.
1: Uh, let's get this out of the way. Uh, I was wrong about choosing the inn because they just sort of wander in randomly. Reasonable. So uh, definitely not correct there.
0: This page is great.
1: Yeah, it's It's really funny beautiful.
0: because like I, so you kind of like, you pre-warned us that this was going to be Dena. And I feel like I like I, I want to give myself enough credit to think that I would have realized this was Denna, But because you because you said it, I was looking for all the all the cues and like they are definitely there. <laughs> like yeah. it's the, all of the words that he usually uses to describe Denna are all on this page. Um, yeah. And it's just like there's there's so many it's it's all over the place. It's it's so funny how crazy obvious it is when you know what's going to happen.
1: Well, it's rewarding to the reader. The reader can put it together, too. The reader doesn't need to be told as Dena. The reader knows that when there's a beautiful, dark-haired, dark-eyed woman with eyes like dark pools, who smells of celis flowers, green grass, and road dust, that both wants to lean close enough to kiss, uh, who has trouble breathing, you know, these are all things that we know about denna and so we get to...
0: Wait, why does she have trouble breathing?
1: She mentioned she has asthma.
0: Oh, I totally forgot that.
1: That's like her Weird. whole thing. She she died as a child, or you know oh, right. the, the implication is that she died as a child and was somehow resurrected, and now is cursed to be the moon or something.
0: I mean, it's also possible that she... well, I mean, asthma can be triggered by all sorts of different things, um, including stress. But it's possible that she was having a panic attack.
1: Yes, that's also possible because this guy is clearly a pill.
0: <laughs> Although, Den- I feel like Dennis probably dealt with a lot of pills, so. It it does strike me as odd that he would be the cause of the panic attack. It could have been something that we didn't see, something done off stage that we yeah, didn't see that might have well, caused the panic. Attack.
1: I mean, I think all that matters is that she had an asthma attack, you know. Yeah. Doesn't we don't need to worry about the cause so much. Um, looking here. Yeah, it's a very beautiful little sequence. This is the third calling of the wind, Jordana, in case you had lost count.
0: Oh, right. Because so, yeah, he didn't he, actually explain that.
1: That's right. In the previous uh, chapter, he says, yeah, I called the wind a third time that spring and third time pays for All. So this is the third time. Just in before anyone writes us saying, he didn't call the wind, he called Dennis's name. Uh, no, he called the wind. He, much like Ben did to him to fill his lungs with air, he called the wind to fill Dennis's lungs with air. I get it. Good.
0: And also, I, I would have gotten it had you not explained it, but I just wanted to say that I got it. Just, okay,
1: good. You know, I know. For the I'm record. Just, exactly. For the record and for our listeners, for our more obtuse listeners, you know who you are.
0: <coughs> Jeremy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's not here. We can say it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, sweet, intimate. Um, I'm not... There's nothing I really am bothered by on this, although there's one thing that I think is intentional and I will talk about in the following sequence with Denna is that Denna seems particularly glib and uh snarky is the wrong word, but she is very like, I, I feel like in this sequence, she is more manic pixie dream girly than she has been in the past. And we'll get to it. There's a lot of examples of it, but on this page, the very first thing she does is kind of make a joke she kind of said and it's it's also sweet so i'm not bothered by this but i think it's part of a larger pattern that makes me cock an eyebrow she says you know after recovering after two desperate breaths she goes i need you to breathe for me that seven words so like reference to our previous inside joke and also you know the the sweet side of it is that you may recall the seven words, the joke, the seven word joke is what are the seven words that make a woman love you? And so she's saying basically she's doing an as you wish here. Ooh. Jordana, I know I do, you I know I do like an I as mean. you wish. Yeah, exactly. So.
0: And I agree. I agree. That is exactly what is happening.
1: Yeah. And this is also not the only time she does it. I think throughout this whole sequence, there's a bunch of like very forward statements of like, wow, I love you from her which are also almost uncharacteristic because we haven't seen that from, I mean, I guess we have seen it from her in the past, but not so much anyway. Well, maybe I'm being too, uh, too sensitive about it. I guess what I'm priming the audience for here is that in this sequence, uh, I find Denna's behavior a little odd. Like she's almost over the top flirtatious with Kvoth, which I find a little strange, especially considering the timber of their previous conversation. So I feel like something has changed. Uh, something is not the same. Uh, she's through with playing by the rules of Quoth's nefarious games. It's too late for second chances. It's too late to go back to sleep. It's time to trust her instincts, close her eyes, and leap. I think I'll try defying <laughs> gravity. Kiss me goodbye. I'm defying gravity. And you won't bring me down. It's beautiful. you're not gonna you're not gonna say the next part it's sort of there's uh
0: no (laughs) i honestly like that's that's the part of that you sang the part of that song that i know (laughs) i've never seen wicked well okay that's a lie i did watch it ever so briefly on youtube one time but it wasn't like the whole thing it was just most of it
1: you don't really have to see wicked you know it's like hamilton you can sort of just listen to it and that's all you need because it's beautiful music and the actual play is you know whatever
0: yeah. I feel like like Hamilton like I I uh I I listened to that like an album whereas Wicked not so much, but I could have. You're certainly yeah, right. Well, I certainly could have. But I'm also very bad at remembering song lyrics even for songs that I know well, so.
1: Yeah. I think Hamilton is like if you listen to the Hamilton album, that's everything that's on stage and Wicked has like scenes that are spoken, so uh you will miss some stuff if you just listen to the Wicked album. Reasonable it's 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 a moana situation where the music is much better than the uh the 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 play the the show that's right the music in moana is better than the rest of the movie <laughs> hot take come at me
0: uh i'm not going to disagree with you i don't i don't dislike moana's movie i do enjoy it but i i think the story could have been stronger it felt a little like pretty shell, empty box.
1: Yeah, the the music is excellent, but the movie itself is pretty, like, and it's so, they, again... There was a
0: lot that they could have done that they didn't, and I think that's what bothers me about Moana, actually. I, I liked I mean, that I, movie, but it could have been better, and that's why I'm, like, yeah.
1: I mean, I think it, it... To me, what bothers me is there's so much, like, early Gen Z humor of, like, that just happened. Oh, I'm just gonna go over here now and, like, references to Twitter and stuff that don't don't really fit don't really land it's like again snarky in a way that doesn't work and it's also just not like tight in the way that a good movie is tight anyway this has been the disney criticism hour anyway jordana i sing it's time for you to sing uh no no
0: no <laughs> didn't i sing for like i don't know something i've definitely done something. i i
1: don't i don't think so it doesn't ring a bell
0: Yeah.
1: well yeah I remember you promising to sing, so you should probably Well, Jeremy's that not promise.
0: here, and we can't let him miss it, so I guess I can't sing today. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. Well, we we'll could have to wait till he's, uh,
0: he's done on the homophone.
1: Okay, well, when he's back from the homophone, Jordana, you're singing him a welcome song. Wait, wait,
0: but I, I don't have a welcome song. What are welcome songs?
1: Yeah, you're just going to have to write one.
0: <laughs> That's not fair. You can't make me sing and write a song. I definitely I... did sing and write a song. I took a song, and I copied it. What did I do that for?
1: See, I, it happened
0: though i remember you've done it, it, exactly
1: see you're a you're a storied uh songwriter you've done it before well, my you're point seasoned. is it already
0: happened i don't have to do it again
1: uh i don't think so anyway you do have to do it again listeners uh look forward to jordana's welcome song when jeremy returns on probably not tomorrow's page um the wind we... see
0: i did a little singing did you hear it
1: uh, i think i covered you up you're gonna have to start again
0: oh no no it's not happening